right, everyone, welcome back to another edition of This Week in MLB, the show. I am your host, Cooperstown. Kurt, joining me today live on the podcast, two amazing content creators, Scuffy McGee and, of course, Babe Ruth himself. Cooks, by the way, loving your grind right now. Jeez, how many games do I got to play to get you on my squad, Cooks? It's ridiculous. Guys, what are we going to talk about today? The ESL uh, program? Uh, We're going to talk uh, about uh, What's up, man? What's going on? I've just, uh, um, you realize this is uh, not this week in MLB the show, right? Oh, I definitely realize it's not this week in MLB the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's it's great to hear your voice, buddy. And thank you for doing that little intro. And welcome back, guys. Huh? This is actually inside the show. Well, can we call this like a hybrid? Like this, this is week in inside the show is that's no, kind of hard to no, say no it's no. your show you guys have done a tremendous job i'm glad that you're back on the mics because i was texting you like what are we doing here guys are we doing podcasts or not there was yeah, like a big that, gap there i was very disappointed I, that's my fault I, i'll take full blame for that and you know it's, it's, it's some things get away you know i'm, I'm prepping on what my team's going to look like in the ccl I'm, I'm i'm over here trying to not make sure my runner scores from third base when hitting into the right hand <laughs> side um, but mm. we'll get more into that. Just a little tease there for <laughs> you guys. Just a little tease. But Coop, uh, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. First off, if you guys don't know Cooper Sound Kurt, of course you should know. He was a fantastic host on This Week in Emily Show and also The Rain Delay and a huge inspiration for why... I guess we want to start this podcast and we always loved listening to podcasts. The community loved listening to them and you did it for what, two years? I think you started around about 2017. I, I think the first episode I saw on Spotify was September 10th, 2017 with yourself and Weasel and okay. Big Red Machine. And you did that for two years. It was always fun stuff. You even had coups. You turned it into a show on Twitch, yeah. which was, you, you don't see that. You don't see that type of production on, <laughs> on Twitch here. And it was unbelievable to watch. And I, I just got to say, I miss you. And I'm happy to have you on here today. And I, I'm sure Coogs as well. And so uh, today we're just going to kick it back, talk about a couple topics and, you know, see how the day is. But first off, Coogs, uh, how you doing, bud? I'm doing really well, man. It's Monday morning. I got my coffee. It doesn't taste that good. So I'm a little bit disappointed, but I'm ready to talk about... MLB the show, baby. Yeah, and it's going to be a lot of fun today, and we got plenty of stuff to talk about. But like I said, what we're going to talk about is seventh inning program roster. We have CCL, and but the thing I'm going to love for today's podcast, we're going to talk about Coop and his hot takes at MLB the show, and that's <laughs> going to be a lot of fun. Um, but before we get to that, Coop, I just want to see like how's that, how's everything been? I'm sure a lot of listeners that come over from this week in MLB show want to see how everything's going in your life. Everything's all good. Your Cubs are hot. I mean, I know they lost against the Brewers. <laughs> Does it matter? Uh, Does it matter? They're not playing this season. What are we I, working I, with here? They're not going to yeah, finish this season. I, guys. I don't no, think right? it's happening. Is that going to happen? So. Yeah. No, no. I mean, listen, I, I hope they play, but I'm pretty skeptical to say uh, the least. Uh, as far as I'm, I'm doing great. I have been doing great. I miss the community. It's really hard. Uh, I was fully out, <laughs> as I told you. I mean, I, I was only playing Battle Royale here here and there. And, of course, COVID hit, and I got furloughed from my job. So you got a lot of time on your hands. 
I don't play a lot of games. In fact, I play basically less than five. I've been playing a lot of MLB The Show. I do go on people's streams every now and then. Everyone's doing a tremendous job. I have been to so many streams. I watch videos. I just I still stay away. You know, I did my part, and uh, I'm really happy for the community and what everyone's been doing. I mean that. I'm so grateful that SDS is including you guys and, and utilizing you guys uh, so much more than they they were when I was around. I'm, I'm really genuinely happy especially scuffy as you know i was a big proponent of you for a long time you know i i see kyle blowing up i remembered i remember scuffy we were behind the scenes like we're like you gotta do this like you can do it like you're really good players you don't know how much you could grow it's great to see him take off some of the other newer people it's been good coog's obviously doing his thing it, it's good i'm really genuinely uh, happy for you guys, uh, especially uh, considering the circumstances. So, congrats! It's been it's been fun to watch. I appreciate it, Coop. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a fun ride, especially for the content ride. And it, like you said, they do include us. I guess we'll 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 put that as the first topic for today, as you said, the, with us including. Last week we got the introduction of the CCL, so the Content Creator League, where I'm going to be show put some content creators including myself and Cougs into one online league where we have 16 t- teams, 16 players and going at it for, I believe a 5,000 first place prize. Yeah. 9,000 total where, um, but the money doesn't really matter if you look at it. It's just having the, the relationship to actually do this between say SES and will be show and having us creators to be, do this league for the community. And it's been uh, so far within the first week I've been, I mean, just looking at everyone else in the league has been a joint. And I think the community has been too. By the way, the, the money does matter. Just ask movie gaming TV when he wins. I'm sure he's going to be very happy. <laughs> But the check he gets, because I, I don't see him losing. Oh, no offense. Oh, the thing is, like, when when this... All right, so <laughs> when the Creator League was put together and you saw the, the participants, you have your top tier, you have your middle tier, and your bottom tier is just how I ranked. I, I know this is probably bad, what I'm saying right now, but the top tier players that are always, like, elite and able to compete at a high level. So, I mean, we got Kooks here who went to a semifinal in ESL just this last year and still called his home. We got movie, we got Serenity, we got Yayo, and and we got Twin. Twin is always put like at the underrated level, which I don't understand. He's unbelievable at any game he yeah, touches. For some reason, Twin is a sleeper for some people. I'm like, do you guys realize how good Twin actually is? Twin is a beast. Not only that, any game he touches, even when he when Fortnite was a big thing, he was competing at that type of level and doing good too. So, it's, yeah. it. Now hold on, hold on. No, no modesty here, Coogs. And you win this thing or not? Because I watched you play Kyle. I don't know if it was last year's game or this year's game, but it was sometime in the fall maybe. And I saw you beat him in an in, in, incredible, exciting game. Do you yes. think you can win this thing? or not? I mean, no joke. I was like cheering as I was watching. I think I sent you a text right after. I'm like, I can't believe you just beat yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> you were like down by like four yeah, no. <laughs> You came back and won. No, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was a great. That was uh, the New Year's Cup run back. So okay. that was like right before the new game came out. But um, well, I don't want I mean, nice I'm, coogs. I want real coogs behind the scenes. I, when you're looking in the mirror, can you win? 
I think I can. Um, I just got to I, I got to get back to the fundamentals. I'm 0-1 right now. I lost to Healy. Shout out to Healy. The dude pitched an in, just an absolutely insane game. I couldn't hit him. Um, but I just feel like I, I'm, I'm overthinking it. I'm trying too hard. I think if I kind of get back to the fundamentals, I got a good shot to at least make a run. If not, go for the whole thing. I'll tell you what, though. I am worried about Twin uh, and Yayo specifically. Those dudes are really good. So we'll see. We'll see. Duffy, what about you? Are you just trying not to blow uh, a Yeah, that yeah, that's that's me. All right. Uh, pro- you're no, not a bad player. The, the, the thing is, the thing player. is, I've been playing BR pretty much all year, and uh, to go from Ooh. All Star to Hall of Fame, um, just recently was definitely an adjustment. <laughs> it's uh, a yeah, it's a big jump right there, especially with the pitch speeds. My and and <laughs> I'm just getting older by the second, so my reaction time is not the greatest as everyone else. I would, I would, my goal for right now is to shoot for playoffs. And then once, if I make the playoffs, and then I'll take that series. Anybody's game, right? Uh, How many people eight, make the playoffs eight. in the league? Ow. Yeah, so half, half of them make, the make the playoffs. I Listen, I got movie gaming winning it all. I want to see Serenity do well. I want to see you blow a save. And I want to see Spore overanalyze his lineup. Those are the four things I want to see. In I'm pretty sure year. Paul already did that to, this week. I, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> I love it. I can't imagine. I, he, he, I mean, he's the cipher of everyone in his lineup. And the thing is, it, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how, how it goes down below. It's it's also like bragging rights. Like myself and Clutch were uh, getting out of each other for our last game. Unfortunately, I came. Uh, he came on top. And it's it's fun to play with other creators and get to like some creators i might not even know that much get to have a relationship from there and be able to talk to them about content as well before when scheduling our game and then playing in uh whenever we're scheduled and stuff like that all right now i i got a question for you guys that i think people would like to know at this point you've both been streaming for several years you you stream while you play does it even matter at this point? Like when I tried to stream, I, I had a hard time focusing on the game because of everything else going on. When you're in a serious competitive environment, I, I'm sure you have to stream, but are you a better player if you don't stream? Or at this point, is it irrelevant? You're just used to it. Uh, I mean, I, I can speak for myself here. Yeah. I'm absolutely a better player when I don't stream because um like if I'm in a competitive game or if I'm in like a high intensity game, whatever it is, and there's a lot on the line or whatever, I'm not looking at the chat. Like, I, but I, in the back of my head, I know it's there, and I know that if I lose, X amount of people are gonna see me lose, and that kind of creeps into my head. But, <laughs> um, but like if if I'm playing off stream, which I really don't do very much. But uh, it, it, like it's just night and day. I'm just like crushing the ball. I'm seeing everything so well, and yeah, I, I, there is a big, dif- a big difference even when I try to ignore it. You can yell in the you can yell in the comfort of your own home. Yep, yep. I can say <laughs> things that I probably wouldn't say otherwise. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I, te- <laughs> I, I text them all the scuffy and spore. Now the thing is, like for me, I probably play better on stream. Like I'm the opposite. I feel like my my emotions are more calm, base, and more focus. When like when going for like say like a twelve and zero, like I probably won't look at chat, but I'm still focused on in. And sometimes my emotions just like I don't know. Sometimes I know I'm being looked at, so my emotions are just 
just like blunt like straightly focused don't the raging doesn't induce because if I, if I play off stream like people don't see me rage that much on stream but trust me i rage off stream and i i kind of know that in my back head that i don't want to do that or something i don't know but i feel like i play better yeah yeah no i don't want to do it i feel like a horrible human being when i rage at this game whether i was streaming or not i just like what's wrong with you? you're getting this mad at a video game but it brings it out in you and it it's it kind of sits with you too. It does sit. Know? I I go like, take a walk sometimes. <laughs> it doesn't just go away like that. Like you you gotta you gotta make it go away. You gotta distract yourself. Go for a walk, like you yep. said. This game has a it, it's got a deep a deep uh, connection to you. I guess I don't know, man. Spoiler alert: Me and Weasel basically have our own private podcast, just him and I, every day when we call each other up, and we start the conversation <laughs> off with, "I hate this game." Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. And we'll get to that a little bit, but before we get into your hot takes here, Coop, but I, there's a couple things that we did get throughout this last week, and that's one of them: the seventh inning program job. So we we had our predictions last week, uh, Coogs, and we got I think two out of three right with Harper and Frank being one of them, and then for the third one, now having Walter Johnson. And when they went through the program, especially on stream, it was quite interesting how they put it together where they compared the two different cards between, like, say, Harper and Larry Walker and just to see where you know the difference. It it was kind of weird to see that because you mostly see that Larry Walker is indeed the better card of Harper. It was just the righty power. And they were keep going back to the righty power. I think Luis brought it up where that was the end all be all stat which kind of confused me there, but I, I got to say all three cards are great. Are they better than, say, Thames, like a Frank and is better than Thames and Bay? Probably not, but people are still going to be playing with that card with all the success they had with them last year. And then Harper with Larry Walker. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should release Larry Walker a little bit later if that was going to be the case, if, if Harper was not going to be as good as Larry Walker. But then again, I'm not in control of content there but still Harper is pretty pretty good especially when you proceed with the 125 power against Friday so I don't know what what's your take on seventh inning program here uh I like it better than the sixth inning program I wasn't a fan of the last one with Greg Maddox and Musial and Rollins um but I this one also is another one of those things where I don't think any of these guys are the best at their position it's more of I feel like the programs at this point are now getting into the point of who do you think you're going to have the most fun using or, mm-hmm. you know, just try to finish it to get the most stubs possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the program. I think the cards they added are really fun cards to use. I think Frank Thomas, you know, even if he's not the best first baseman, people are still going to love the fact that Frank Thomas is in the game. And plus, even if you don't want to sell him, you could pick him up. And that's technically the best uh, bench bat in the game against left-handed pitching. So you're good there. And then you got Bryce Harper, who may be one of the best bench bats in the game against right-handed pitching. Or you're shelfy and you just foam at the mouth whenever you see Bryce Harper in the game to begin with. So, I mean, it's really just more of um, who, who you're going to have the most fun with, I think, at this point. It gives the debate thing, like you talked about last week, how they're trying to make the content where you debate with what cards you want to do. There's not really wrong, like that wrong answer. It's just having mm-hmm. that more of content 
available for you to plug into your lineup, I guess. Yeah, but that Larry Walker, Bryce Harper comparison was a head scratcher. I, I didn't get that at all. Like, I get it. Right handed power is huge mm-hmm. because of perfect, perfect this year. But when you're trying to like advertise a new card or show off a new card and you just show that another guy you could get for free by doing the program a couple programs ago is miles better. It's kind of like, I don't, I don't really understand this comparison right here, but hey, maybe that's just me. Yeah. And I, I all know they released the shark map. So Coop, I know you already did the shark map, right? You did all no, that grinding I'm already. <laughs> no, I've got everything I want. No, no. First of all, I, you know, with the program, You guys are summing up, you know, I think the way a lot of people feel, and it's not a bad thing. Uh, Lineup diversity has continued to grow with each successive year of this game. They've done a good job of that. And now we're looking at nuances at this point, if you have one of those end game lineups. Do you want to do the grind for Babe, which, you know, is about 10, 12 hours if you can knock it all out? Or do you want to just take, you know, somebody like, you know, Musial or Harper or whatever? I'm just talking lefty bats in the outfield. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a terrible thing. You're right that Larry Walker is obviously on paper, statistically much better. But isn't Harper the card that a lot of people in the community, historically speaking, have been like, I just love that card. It's got that glitchy swing. I just do well with it. You know, so maybe people just don't want to play with Larry Walker. Perhaps, uh, I guess it comes down to your personal enjoyment of a player versus competitiveness. I don't know. Look, Walter Johnson looks great. Do you really, are you excited about playing with Walter Johnson? No offense to the Johnson estate. No, I've used him. I've played with him. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, competitively, he's great. On paper, he looks great. And when I look at that card, if you didn't tell me who the name of the pitcher was, I'd be like, that's a pretty good pitcher. Maybe could go on my starting rotation. I see Walter Johnson, and because I'm naturally drawn to the name, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to play with him because I'm I'm not out here competing with, you know, the top 50 players in the world. So, like, I just want to have fun. To some degree, I mean, I want to be competitive. I'm not going to throw out, you know, somebody out there that can't pitch, but I don't know. So I don't think it's a terrible thing, but we're towards, they're never going to say it's towards the end of the year, right? But come on, let's, we know how this works. We're towards the end. Um, It's a fine program. I'll probably sell it. And that's the other great thing you can do. You can sell it and use it towards your trout collection. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So we got all that. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. It's been great. Yeah. It has been amazing all throughout this year. Except for one horrific mistake that's up there with the level of 3,000 hats to buy for immortals. Only one glaring mistake. But content truly has been fabulous. Uh, I enjoy it immensely. And and I like seeing the different lineups. I use some weird cards that you'd be like, what? And I'd be like, that's my best hitter. I don't know what to do. I can't take him out of the lineup. What am I supposed to do? Okay. What what would those three cards? Give me your top three cards. You don't I, think anyone else to use? Like you know, from, I, there's there's one I use. I have never seen him in anyone's lineup, and mm. I call up Weasel. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't take this card out of the lineup. I think I have like 800 at bats, and he's still hitting like 330. I use the collection reward Roberto Alomar at second base. He just, okay. All, all yeah, this guy I don't does s- get hits for me. Yeah, I don't see that. I actually think we're supposed to get um, a BRL followers reward for a Go Glove winner tomorrow. Yeah. I think. That's going to be Almar's uh, endgame card. That's my prediction. Right. But yeah, I don't see anyone using that 91 Orioles Almar at all. Not even BR. He's, he's usually a passover. Oh, I know. Yeah. I get it. I, but that's part of the fun of the mm. game, right? Sometimes you're good with a player that no one else is or vice versa. I've heard you, Scuffy, talk about guys you're really good with. And I try and I'm like, I can't do anything with yeah. this card. Like, I can't. It's the beauty of content. You know, I can't do anything with Ernie Banks. Oh. 
how much does that kill oh, me as a boy. Cubs fan? I can't do anything with Yeah, him. I'm with you on that. He has a long swing, man. It's just long yeah. swing. It's 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 pretty bad. It, it that's why the more content, the better, in my opinion. That's why. How did you feel about the future stars and uh, prospect series here, Coop? Now, why you? Got, I I sense the smile on your face. Why would you do that? For those that don't know, I'm an old man. Um, listen. All kidding aside, uh, as I said to Spore, I have zero problem with it. If I was part of the company, this is a great decision. There's a lot of you young guys that love these prospects and future stars. It gives you lineup diversity. I have no problem with it. It's a good move. Now, on a personal note, I don't like it, but it's a fair and totally cool move by the company. I just won't use anyone in the future stars. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. Like, Dillon Carson. Order. 97 like, Dillon Carson is... But I can't oh, he's do it. So I, I mean, but I don't care. I play for the okay. names, I, man. Fair enough. And by the way, we all yeah. do. Let, I, no offense. Let me just say this. This is important for me to say. I'm very grateful the game exists. Grateful for all the work the company does. And I'm especially grateful in this time of COVID that I have something to distract me and take me out of the real world. I really do feel that way. Now, setting that aside, (laughs) yeah, there's things about the game that drive me nuts and get me angry about, and we'll get into it. But, you know, I mean, I, I, we all play the game for the names. That's it. If Diamond Dynasty doesn't exist, nobody, this game doesn't do anything, period. Nobody's playing this game for the baseball funnel. Come on. Brooks, you're not playing because Mickey Mantle's in it. Or you, if there, if there's no names in the game, there's no Diamond Dynasty. You're not like, this is a fun baseball game. Let's play it. This ain't no Neo Geo All-Stars back in the day. That was a fun game. We're playing because of the players. They sell the game, which is why it's always crazy to me when people say, they, they hypothesize, hypothesize and say, you know, Derek Jeter or Barry Bonds, they probably want too much money. Yeah, no, they don't. Did you see where MLB The Show ranked the top-selling video games this year? Six. People are buying the game for the names. That's it. They're buying, they, they love baseball, and they're like, well, they got Mickey Mantle. I got to buy it. If there's no names or no Diamond Dynasty, there's no game. God. We buy the game for so yeah. Barry Bonds deserves whatever he's asking for because those of us who are on the fence are like, I can't keep playing this game because I really dislike certain aspects of the gameplay. They're like, well, I got Barry Bonds. I mean, well, I want to swing with Barry Bonds. I mean, that's that's marketing. That's business. We buy for the players. Period. I don't know about you, Coop. I buy for the road to the show updates. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're right though. Uh, It's it's the players sell the game. and and like you know every year that's one of the most hyped up things is who are the new legends coming out in the game so i mean i get that but i i look at it from a different angle where let's say let's say coop you had no idea who mike trout was you had no idea who he was as he was coming up into the league um and then mlb the show had diamond dynasty and future stars cards at that time you get a prospect or a future stars mike trout you start playing with that mike trout in in br or something and then you see what mike trout does in real life doesn't that give you a little bit of a a a connection to mike trout as a player like doesn't that kind of like say like oh wow this mike trout guy is really good and i actually had a lot of fun using him in mlb the show i'm gonna kind of root for this guy now doesn't that kind of open up a, a a door to that type of i don't know about fandom but that type of you know connection to the player because that's that's kind of what future stars and and prospects has done for me like i didn't know anything about i mean i knew like wander franco's name and stuff like that but i don't really know much about him as a player and then i started using his prospect card and i'm like this card is amazing and you know i'm kind of waiting to see wander franco get up in the big leagues now 
And this is why you're so popular because that's a reasonable and smart take. And you're right. And that's why it didn't, it didn't bother me. And people thought it bothered me. And I'm like, no, I'll just make fun of it as a joke, but it doesn't bother me. I think it's actually great for the game and for, you know, the younger generations that actually do really get into the prospects. I, I'm just too old and can't do it. Cause I've seen too many, you know, I got, I got binders full of baseball cards of, of prospects that never panned out, but Yes, it's totally fair. It's cool for the game. I have no issues with it whatsoever. I'm just not going to play with them. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. And that's great. You know, um, and that's that's what makes it fun. They have all these different generations. Yeah, and you know what you know what's a little curious? Like I was I think we mentioned this last week. There they actually put a survey on the Stone Nation and to bring up your point uh, uh, but oh, serv- oh but it was they were asking for a different <laughs> question they were asking like what players you and legends you guys would like to see and stuff like that. you never seen negro that before leagues. let's go oh, i love that i you really need yeah. to put some negro league players in the in the game it's a glaring omission at this point it's, you know i don't know what it takes to do that but it would be great to see as you said Coogs, opening up future stars to a different aspect of fandom i think that would do the same thing it's sorely Absolutely. needed and I, I really hope that this is something that they're they're trying Without to do. Without I mean, forward. we just saw this past weekend. It was the 100th anniversary of uh, the Negro Leagues. Yeah. And we actually talked about a little bit, I think, either two weeks ago in our Q&A about this. And there's one card I would love. Um, Coop, you m- might know this. Uh, of course. Josh Gibson. Yes. The catcher. Oh, my God. He'll be a top five, what top three Satchel card Page, in this game. Though? Come on. That's I mean, another, yeah, on. that's another great one right there too. Right away, oh, gotta boy. have. It, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of names, and yeah. those are just the two biggest names. Obviously, there's there's hundreds. I mean, and again, having different programs, different ways you can accumulate them, collections, really bring out the 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 history of baseball. It's important. It's it's actually, in my opinion, fairly important. So I, I meaning they need to do this. That's yeah. why it's important. They need to do that. Hopefully, they will. Yeah. So to uh, they ask um, to go back to the survey. They ask what other players like. They never ask the community like what legends or players you guys would like to see. Well, um, they had other surveys to do that show. <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm not, <laughs> they did. We'll get that to a little bit later too. Um, so I, I thought that was quite interesting, and that goes to your points. Like the, the players definitely drive with with people playing this game and so and i mean they look listen to the feedback for the 90s and 2000s players come into this year um so we got what the new additions with larry walker we got mo we get big poppy back and we'll see where they go Braves guys finally made it oh my god it's just braves all all over the place (laughs) except for julio franco tyler's very happy Uh, he still wants that julio franco though that's that's one card he's missing. Sure. I guess. We'll make I mean, one will he ever be in happy? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, we'll see where they go. We already had plenty of predictions, seeing what they'll do for next year. Also, the thing that we had this week was a little roster update. We saw a couple new diamonds. Uh, we saw Bauer. We saw Soto. We saw Lance Lynn go diamond. We have a couple new golds, with including Bucks and Conforto. But what really triggered me, especially being a BR player, is the new silver BR cards that we have. Now, we got some declines. Well, I mean, by declines, they went from gold to silver, and that includes Mitch Garver. That includes Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres. I believe I'm missing a couple others, but those three right there, I mean, those are a BR type of glitchy cards, even being gold. I mean, gold, they have increased stats, but just be 
being able to have a better chance of drafting these cards is going to be a lot of fun to see, especially in ESL as well, um, since they announced a new... <laughs> Oh, you, you want to go right into it. Okay. okay. <laughs> you oh, said we'll, we'll the words into, and it triggered oh, I said it into it kind of triggered someone. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll segue right into it and then we'll get to uh, Coop's hot takes after there. So we'll, I guess we'll get into myself and Coop's first hot take. So we're, we're, we're going to play a news segment and just give a little hot takes on and we'll show 20. This could be regard any kind of topic that we want to bring up. And uh, I think the first <laughs> one is going to be ESL. So... They announced a new ESL uh, circuit, full circuit for it begins on August 22nd. And Cooks, what changed about it? A whole lot of nothing. Um, oh, well, there's, nothing. there's small, small changes, I think. They're, they're going to be broadcasting the grand finals, I believe. Um, I think that was listed in there. Um, but I don't know, man. It. it I don't even know where to start here. Wow. Um, it's gone, it's gone that start, well, huh? I'll start. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start it out. And, and then you could just. So last circuit, we saw a different type of. We saw a rule set up. Not similar rules that we saw in MLB The Show 19. Um, we saw the standard strike zone, which is basically variable strike zone be a thing. We saw the BR draft being introduced this year, which includes the RNG type of element of a. PR draft it is you don't know what players you're choosing to the draft and we we had a couple and also wind we saw wind be a part of the game as well so we we we, as we went through this tournament okay we we gave the community feedback well the community definitely gave their feedback they don't want to see wind they definitely don't want to see variable strike zone they want to see that be perfect because we are in a competitive state. We're on the highest level of the competitive state of this game. I feel so like you want- Coogs might like the variable strike zone. You know, he likes things to be realistic, just like real baseball. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Look, uh, like th- there's there's a couple things to even like start with, like prefacing this. Number one, at the end of the day, we're not entitled to anything. They can run the tournament however they want. It's their tournament. They're putting up the price pool, it's, you know, whatever. Um, and number two, I think there's a time and place for realism in MLB the show when it comes to like, you know, umpires being variable and wind being on. I just don't think that's an online play for $25,000. Um, and at the end of the day, like I, I tweeted this out when, when events of free entry where literally everybody just goes to grind prestige stats, when events has a more competitive and balanced rule set than a $25,000 tournament. There's a problem there. Like it doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't take much to just simply tweak a couple things and you get everybody happy with ESL or at least a lot happier. I mean, I still think BR drafts are not the way to go for a competitive tournament. Um, but I could live with it. If at least the actual core rule set of the games are, you know, viable when, 25 grand is on the line and i'm sure a lot of people who are good at the game are still going to play in the the qualifiers they're still going to put the time in and everything um but it would just i feel like it would be so much cleaner and so much more well respected if the rule set actually matched up to what a competitive rule set should be but like i said we're not entitled to anything they can do whatever they want i'm just i just feel like it's it's a little bit out of touch and there's one other thing that I would like to see being changed where we saw the grand finales where the higher seed wasn't home. 
They didn't have home uh, yeah, field advantage. I didn't remember and that. especially in baseball, Oof. I mean, that's big big not having last licks in the especially a three inning game. So that's another thing. I mean the seating has always been weird. That might be more on ESL's side. Actually, we don't know who sets up these settings. Uh, we don't know if it's oh, regardless, regardless, they are in business with each other. So they're both culpable to any faults or and they're they're both rewarded if it works. Yeah. You no, know, that was one of the things I towards the end of doing the podcast and the show that I started rewire my brain because i would constantly be like it's probably sony and not sds and finally i'm like you know you're in business together it's it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you're all part of the same positive aspects and negative aspects you can't just separate them yeah i agree i think the same thing applies here you know and and you're you're being uh incredibly gracious coogs and i and i think it's the the right narrative where you're right no one's entitled to anything, but at the same, it's look. This is a community situation. <laughs> like the, you know, there, there's got to be a little bit more of a communal vibe working with the company. You know, I don't like that. Like this is just it. Take it or leave. You know, I don't. You know, I mean, I would just hope with anything, just like in life, a, a human being grows and learns from their mistakes. I would like to see things and companies and and whatnot learn from their mistakes or, or try to get better. But as you're telling me, it's pretty much been the same. Like it's not changing. That's, that's gotta be frustrating. I would think it's, it's very you, frustrating. Are you, and are you playing in it? Uh, I won't be. No, I, I'm not. I don't really feel like kind of getting triggered or angry over a game mode when I could just, you know, play for YouTube content or something like that. I just, I feel like I should use my time in a more uh, now, uh, valuable place. Are they doing surveys? At, did they do surveys after the previous circuit cups to say, what did you like? What did you not like? How did you feel about this, that? Did they do any kind of surveys to get feedback, to get, you know, a giant pool of people to then they could say, look, uh, 60% say they like variable strike zone. So we're going to keep it. If that's the case, sure. Did they do any type of surveying like that whatsoever? Not that I know of. Yeah, could be wrong. Could have been one that I missed, but not that I know of. It was pretty easy to do, but just be me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's frustrating because I have a background in competitive gaming and, you know, seeing MLB the show get like some like some actual competitive support is great. And it's what I've wanted for a while. But it's just a few small things could make it so much better. And it just feels like they're I don't know if they're refusing to change it or they're just not listening because they like SDS. Some people may disagree with this but i do think they do a really good job at listening to the community especially year to year uh, with the changes that are made in the game every year a lot of those changes are directly influenced by that community feedback um and even a lot of the patches in the game but uh i think this i I don't know what is the big deal about this and why it can't be changed to because this is the only online mode that literally has these settings rank seasons br events they're all uniform in the settings and that's what you play online and then randomly we get this thrown in the mix where it's completely different and this is (laughs) supposed to be the most competitive thing it's like how are you even supposed to like practice that like it's just it's weird i don't know man inexplicable decisions will drive you mad Yes. Like one of them to me. Like you said, it's not this way in any other mode. I I always, my favorite comments always say is, who was sitting around the table and was like, hey, you know what? We don't do a mode like this in any other way. Let's do it like this. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, I love <laughs> that. that, like that. And believe me, it's not the last time you're going to hear that tonight. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't understand. I really just want to understand. <laughs> 
as a fan, yeah. as a supporter. We could get right into it, Coop. You want? No, get- I mean, just well, no. I mean, but but decisions like that sometimes, you know, as somebody who's obsessed with the game way more than they need to be, mm-hmm. uh, I, I often wonder, like, what was? What were they thinking? Why? Why did that decision? And sometimes there's a reason, but usually I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Um, listen. There's a couple of things that bother me. Let me tell you where all of my anger comes out. It, and there's a couple spots, but it all centers for the most part around the pitcher. Okay. Right? Let me let me work this out for you. Okay. There's so many problems with the pitcher. I can't deal with it. First of all, who decided after last year? Finally, finally, Coops. This was my mission in life. Some people have greater ambitions. They try to you know do amazing things in society. I just wanted to bring the pitcher wall down. That's it. Every week I hounded on this, and it was finally gone last year. No pitcher wall. Who sat around the table this year and was like, you know what? That was working out. Let's bring it back to some degree. I want our pitchers to be like the mountain in Game of Thrones where you just drill them and fielders can feel the ball and throw them out sometimes. Like, why did that come back? Why did that come back? And then, hold on. Sorry, high pitch voice is coming out. Then you make this big, this narrative. This is your move. You're going to make defense a skill gap okay totally down with that love the the hypothesis love the experiment i think that's great wonderful but then in the same sentence you make every pitcher a gold glover they are amazing they are spinning and grabbing every ball with their glove they are perfect at covering first base never a mistake never they never bumble the ball they never juggle they're never slow to the bag they're perfect so they're a wall that you can't hit it through, and yet they're all perfect gold glovers. Like, what is the deal? And then pitcher confidence. Please explain to me, is this the most important factor in the game? I'm actually asking you guys because it certainly feels like it is because, man, they get their confidence up, it's over. Like, good luck. They squared up balls. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's it's the same way, too. I mean, if it gets it down, I think that could be like – one of the biggest, if not the biggest thing um, I've seen, especially if you bring in, like, say, a reliever, you give up one hit, his confidence goes straight down, and it's it dark. just starts. Yeah, you pretty it's much. Dark. Like, they're, like, they're, like, in real life, they're out on the mound. They're like, I feel pretty good. Means I'm going to pitch pretty good. No! If I square up the ball. Then, listen, if confidence is going to be such a big deal, how about, I mean, I'm just throwing this off. This could be a bad idea. I'm literally haven't thought that through. Okay, if confidence is such a big deal, Coogs has gone two for two with Trout. Shouldn't his PCI get bigger even the next time? Like, make him, hey, he's confident. Trout's feeling good. I'm having a good day. But it doesn't. I don't understand it. Why did you bring the pitcher wall back? Why did you make these spinning animations? They catch it like every time. They cover the bag perfectly. It's inexplicable to me. And let me keep it going. Content. Remember I had big one content thing? Here it is. Here it is. Last year, there's no doubt in my mind. Speculation, but I'm confident. They knew we were tired of seeing signature series Kershaw, right? We all complained like, Jesus, I got to face this guy again over and over. So what do they decide to do? Instead, they decide to make Corey Kluber. You can get him the first week of the game. Basically, if you put any time into the game, you give him workhorse, which means the normal rationale of, all right, listen, I can't hit this guy. I'll take a bunch of pitches and try to get, you know, him tired into the seventh. No, we're going to give him workhorse. Super. That's dope. And hold on. And you give him the option of picking your pitcher. So I got to face this guy all the time. Guys, it is August 17th. I wrote this down. My last six games, I faced him four times. 
four times. And I know a lot of people out there like, he doesn't really bother me anymore. That is not the point. He doesn't bother me to the degree that he used to. I, it's an unsatisfying experience for the user. I don't play Diamond Dynasty to face the same pitcher over and over for four months. It's a terrible, terrible decision, inexplicable to do those things in conjunction. You can pick your pitcher. He's going to be a workhorse. Everyone can get him right away, and he's impossible. And we're going to do this confidence thing. It's a terrible decision. It drives me nuts. Not to mention one more thing on that note. I'm not done. You finally listen and adjust the um, the amount of stamina, it hurts the, the starting pitcher if you start him, right? If I'm correct, now if you, you start a pitcher, it takes off 50% for the next game. Is that right, guys? Am I, am I correct in that? Yeah. That yeah, guess what? I am guaranteeing dozens, maybe hundreds of your listeners just heard that for the first time from me. Why? Because it's nowhere to be found. I checked today. Go on the show nation. There's nothing there. They sent out one tweet like four days after they did it. What are you doing? You don't even tell people you did this. Like, how how is it? Maybe I don't know. Is programming hard? I'm sure it is. Was it, I see games all the time. I play Dead by Daylight. I play Apex. I play NBA 2K. They put up little banners. Could we not have put up a banner like when you start Diamond Dynasty? Just so you know, we changed the starting pitching thing. Now it takes off 50%. Am I missing something? I could be wrong. I got a call from Weasel. He's like, Coop. Why is my pitcher suddenly exhausted the next game? I'm like, they changed it. He's like, and how was I supposed to know that? I guess you had to see the one tweet they 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 put out amongst the sea of tweets they put out. This is these are inexplicable decisions to me. Please tell me I'm wrong. I'm comfortable. I've always said when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't understand these decisions. Not to mention, let's get going on the runners. All right, the runners, Scuffy. It's like we're watching a horror movie over here, and these are the survivors. They don't know where to go. They go back into the hiding spots to get killed. You are like screaming in the movie theater as you see the killer. Run! There's two outs! Run! Run! And they don't run! It can't be that hard to say, hey, when there's two outs, we put the ball in play, they're going to run. Or you're you're just spamming L1, and you see it happen. You're like, is this... I can't swear on your podcast. This mother is going to hesitate. I want him to go to third. Just go to third. Just go to third. He hesitates. You can see it on the little graph. He hesitates. And then he gets killed, thrown out by the killer. Oh, oh I, I can't, can't tell you the amount of times I've been thrown out from the track trying to extend a, or trying to get a stack <laughs> fly, dude. The, the, the hesitation and the delay. Oh, it hurts. It kills me. Here's all I got to say in conclusion, and I'm done with my rant. Two, two individuals. And of course, because, you know, I know how it works. I'm blowing you up or whatever. You are two of the nicest guys this community has ever seen. You're even tempered. You're, you think about what you say. You're really wonderful ambassadors to the game. And I went back and listened, not to blow you up and put you on the spot. In your mid-season review, what are the three things we like about this game? Here's what you said. Cougs, number one. I like the throwing meters. That's pretty awesome. There's a skill gap there. When number one thing about gameplay you like is the throwing meters, we got a problem, people. We got a problem. <laughs> number two, uh, perfect, perfect. I like the sound and it works. You didn't even give a number three. You didn't even give a number three. <laughs> Scuffy, you gave two. And one of yours was, uh, I really like messing with the PCI. I like moving around. Guys, fam, this is not good. These are the nicest guys in the community. And even they're like, I like messing with my PCI. Like, it's a problem. Like, and by the way, I love y'all. You're all very nice to me. 
uh, you've all been nice and I wish you the best and I want you to get the game right, but I have lost hope and I am shocked that people are like, it's going to be better next year. I thought that every year and now we're going to other consoles. Like we can't get runners to run with two outs. You think this is going to get better when it goes to Xbox? And like, like, and I've heard people say oh, it's the same structure. Well, the structure's not working because they can't run with two outs and we still got a pitcher wall here. What was who raised their hand was like, I think we should bring back aspects of the pitcher wall. Like, what are you doing? I love it though. I love, I love it when it's good. And when it's good, it's amazing. So that's my feelings. That's what I got for you. I've been holding it. Hey, for <laughs> you I, can, you went I can tell this has been bottled. <laughs> well, I can't, I can't release. You know, I was talking to Paul and I, I really I was like, you know, I can make a case that the four fundamental aspects of baseball, itching, hitting. Fielding, base running. I can make a case that all of those are worse off than they were in this game years ago. You know, I could, you know, hitting has got to be hard. And I've said that from day one. That's got to be a just really hard thing to, to get right. So I always try to, like, it bothers me. It's, it's inexplicable, but that's got to be terribly hard to get right. And I have so much respect for that. But again, when you bring back the pitch wall, I don't understand that. And you were talking about throws. Throws are great, except when I hit my cutoff, man. And now I'm trying to throw another guy out, and he, like, lollygags it into second base. Like, it's frustrating. I don't have the faith I once did. Um, it's really hard game to enjoy for me. I have no problem if someone enjoys it. I think that's great. But like I said to Paul, he was like, he was like, yeah, fielding, they fixed that. They did, but we three months, they weren't catching balls. That counts. That counts when you're looking at a review of the game and the life cycle of the game, which it's not a year. They can say it's a year game. It's really not. All right. So it's like, yeah, but three months they couldn't field. They couldn't catch the ball. It was real oh. bad during the, uh, the, the players league. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It was like Trevor May was dropping balls left and right. That yes. they, they saw that and they were like, all right, let, we, we got to do this now. We got to fix this now. So, and it's great. You're right. And look, I don't have hopes that that fielding is now going to be good moving forward because I've seen other things regress. It's a joke, but seriously, the pitcher wall, I mean, do they throw out my guy at first base all the time? No, but it literally should never happen. And I know they're now they're going to play the one clip where it happened this year in real life. Right. But it doesn't, it's just like a constant, like just get rid of the pitcher. It's hard enough to get a hit up the middle. Like stop. They're so good at defense. It's just, oh, it drives me insane, man. It's really a hard game to love. And I want to come clean on some stuff here on the podcast with you. Oh. It's turned me into a bad player. I do it all, guys. I play at Polo Grounds. I got a lefty submarine uh, uh, creative player. I got it all. Got no. it all. I get angry. Here's what happens. I get angry and I'm like, cool. If I'm going to have to face Corey Kluber all the time, I'm doing it. And I'm terrible. I feel bad. I'm coming clean. It's like an addict coming clean with you. Like <laughs> I feel bad. But then when I bring in my lefty reliever, it's pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, eh. <laughs> and I try to only do it for people. Like, I'm like, I really don't like the way this guy's playing. I don't like it. And what I won't do is the glare in the shadows. That's unacceptable. You can't do that. But look for years, the community, a lot of the obsessive played at ship it, right? 
Now there's a growing sentiment of like that stadium's glitchy. It's nonsense. It's all home runs. So yes, yeah, so sometimes you play polo grunts because I actually find it fun. Even when I lose, I don't care because the game is so RNG to begin with. If you're not your friend, Kyle pitching row with McGunsky, Seabrev, or all these guys that are amazing and props to you guys. If you're like the rest of us, where you're pretty good to good, like RNG, how much do you think it actually affects a day-to-day game? I think it's quite a bit. Oh, the, yeah. the RNG, like in this game, it, that, that's why it's it's hard to get. It's hard to like look at what you're doing and say, oh, this is what I did wrong. I need to fix this. And then that should result in something better next time. When a lot of the times you, you look at it and you're like, I don't really know what I did wrong right here. And they even try. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking more along the lines of, of hitting and the feedback um, yes. because they added more stuff to the feedback. But even the stuff they added. It's like, cool, there's more information, but there's still only a very limited number of those things on that information dump that I can actually control as the player. Like, how are we supposed to control launch angle, like where we start our PCI and then our timing and stuff like that? It's like, there's, there's stuff there, but that still doesn't always give you the right information on what you did wrong. So you can play this game all day and try to become the best player. I mean, I simply put, I think the best way to get better at hitting in this game is literally just to try to make every swing. Perfect. Perfect. Like, I think that's the only way you can legitimately tell yourself, okay, I did everything I could right there. Right. And, and that's then, crazy. And, that's and it's crazy. like, you have to be literally perfect every time. Yes. Yeah. I told Paul and, and I, I, I really was trying to be reasonable. I look at, cause Weasel will tell you, this game is not good for my mental health because I am an incredibly competitive individual and I have a little bit of OCD. Like it's bad. So I will try, like you said, to analyze and figure out, okay, why am I not getting better results over and over? And I told Paul, I'm like, I don't get it. I hit the green on the swing timing all the time. And the ball is in the, in the circle of my PCI. It's just not perfect, perfect, but I don't get any results. I can't score more than like two or three runs a game unless I guess the my opponent hangs some pitches, which half the time it's probably not even his fault because God knows an all-star, they'll just be like, yeah, we're just going to hang this one and see what happens. Like that's just a disaster. So in closing, it's, it's a very only for me, unrewarding, unsatisfying user experience when it comes to online ranked play. And I will tell you from the TWI standpoint, Big Red has not played the game in over two months. Legit. Weasel has adamantly refused to buy this game next year, even if it's on PS5. He just won't do it. I'm on the fence because it doesn't make me a good person. I'm angry. (laughs) And I'm not an angry person. But like my wife will literally be like, what happened? I'm like, okay, let me tell you what happened. And then I'll show her a clip and my wife will be like, that's bad. I'm like, yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, not to mention, you didn't fix the catcher meter. It still happens to me from time to time. A guy stealing on me, my meter won't pop up. You're not even giving me the chance to throw him out. It's it's just like, oh, I've lost so many games where I'm up scuffy style. I'm up by one run in the ninth. Guy bunts singles. He does the drag bunts. Or, you know, the other bunt gets mm-hmm. on first, brings in a fee- speedy guy, and then he steals second, and my meter doesn't give me a chance to throw him out. Like, if he steals it, I don't have a problem with that. When I get beat clean, I'm like, fine, but, like, you didn't even give me a chance because the stupid 
catcher meter didn't pop up. And by the way, for those people who are like, use the bug reporter, which used to be me. Do you know how much time I would spend if I sent in every clip of things where it's like, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. I'm not even talking about hitting, throwing, fielding. Like, it's not my job anymore. It's not our jobs. Like, you must know these things happen. Like, I find it hard to believe behind closed doors they're listening to this right now. They're like, I never really thought about that picture wall thing. Or, <laughs> like, I just find that hard to believe. Like, oh, man, runners aren't going with two outs. Yeah, they're not. And when I'm not talking about low-line drives they can't figure out, I'm talking I hit shots that die at the warning track. And they're still on the bag. So painful, guys. And you're so nice. It must kill you inside. It must eat you alive. Oh, that's oh. all I got. That's all. That's all I got. We we need like a a theme song or something for Coop's hot takes because that right there that was yeah that was a a segment <laughs> I've never heard one man. But don't get me wrong. Again, I'm grateful the game exists and these are all stupid problems in the world and i do feel that way and i'm gonna feel bad afterwards i want you to know after we are done recording i'm gonna feel bad that i unleashed what i'm <laughs> feeling because they're so nice to me they've always been very nice and they're nice people but it's just not working it's not work some of these things are not working and they've gotten worse i don't know do you did di- i'm asking do you guys disagree I mean, this might be a hard conversation, but am I wrong about some of this? Tell me what I'm wrong about so I can go like, yeah, that's a good point. See, I I didn't bring, like the picture wall, I like, I I guess I never really saw it actually went away last year because it was still always in back of my mind, even though it really never happened. Um, This year, I see it happen a lot more. So yeah, I agree there. Base running, um, yeah, I already said base running. I think in that mid-review that you uh, brought up is (laughs) my number one thing was base running that didn't like because in some situations, like if I hit a ball straight into the left-hand side of a man on third, the runner goes home sometimes, which boggles my mind because he easily gets picked at home. Um, especially if it's hit hard to like the third baseman or stuff like that. Um, so yeah, base running has been definitely one thing that has been like, we always say like this game could be consistent, like good. Like you said, when it's really good, it's good. And, but the thing is, the thing is you'll have one or two games that play great. And then the next game, it doesn't go as well and then that kind of bogs your mind and that makes you want to show off the game sometimes so it's all about just the consistency of what we see with the rewarding input and stuff like that we love to see in the game and so on so no i'm with you one one run can make so much of a difference when you're on those higher levels Oh just yeah, to have it go. It's just so, and it's rewards are on the line, and more stubs, and more what you want to do with your team, and that's the big. You know, it's Wizard of Oz. It's here's all these packs and great players, and you know, I, you know, I just don't get it. Like you talked about patches, patches. Do, I don't think we're getting. Are, are there any more patches coming? We, <laughs> the last one was allegedly to fix the catcher meter, and it didn't do it all the way. I still I mean, think there will be patches because last year they patched before the fall circuit of ESL. Um, and wasn't it wasn't it the home runs per nine? Yeah, it was something like the home runs per nine or something like that. And I still think they'll continue patching it because of ESL, because how much money is, on, or at least I will hope, 
um, if they see anything outstanding, of course. Um, there might be some things that might not be able to be patched until next year's version of the game or something. But if something alarming, especially I think they, I don't think the pitching stamina, as we brought up, is going, that's not the final version. I think they're testing that out yeah. the orders and then For those of you that don't that. know, there's a, there's a new pitching stamina situation. Yeah. I didn't find out until during stream, to be honest with you. Yeah, uh, now, am I wrong on that? Is that oh, not no, an yeah, I would love decision? I like your idea. I, I, oh, sorry. Kooks, you either one of you. Yeah. I mean, like, I play Dead by Daylight. Every, Weasel brings it up every time. He's like, did you notice every time they do something new in the game, you have it's literally right there on the screen. Is that that hard to do? Am I crazy? Like, this is a big I change. Think, I think the only thing with this was... Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know how they changed it without adding a patch, but I don't think there was a patch in there. Usually when they add a patch, they release patch notes. For this, I don't think there was a patch involved. I don't know how they updated it, but they were just like, oh yeah, there's a change. So I, I don't I don't really understand how that works, to be honest. This is a major change in the fundamental strategy of Diamond Dynasty. It's my opinion that it should be on every social media channel in the game way up front so that there's not some, I, I got to get people calling me up. You know, I'm nobody in the game anymore. I'm not even in the community anymore. And I got people calling me up, not just Weasel, my brother. He's like, is there a change in the stamina? Yes, they made a change. Why am I your conduit? Where are people supposed to go to find this? It's just but inexplicable. Where, where they could put it is where you see, not the schedule, but the thing to the right where you scroll up and down, see different changes. Sure. Put it right there. Like, oh, look, there's a new patch. Press X to see it. It brings up the browser in PS4, and you get to see the patch notes from there, something like that. That would be pretty dope to see. But, yeah, there. If if I didn't know through, well, I didn't know when I was streaming live. I think when this happened, I think it was on a Tuesday or Thursday and I was, I was oh yeah, this happened on Thursday when Syndergaard got dropped and I pitched with them, pitched for a, like two innings or no, not even inning. I pitched an inning and the dude um, quits out. And then I realized that he lost all of his energy. I was like, wait a second, what happened? And then realized that they tweeted that out but that was the only communication on that um but yeah i would definitely like to see I, that in I, I have faith in the future of the game rests in your shoulders it's <laughs> it's the sony partners that i know those are the people i'm like i i'm like maybe they can get they all i know how they all like they can get enough influence like my faith is with you guys i don't have a i don't have a lot of faith in the people that decided to put in this super kluber that you could pick and he comes in for relief. I mean, I face, face this guy over and over. So I, I actually dislike Corey Kluber now <laughs> as a human being. Like I, I root for him to get rocked. That stupid bearded slow motion. Here we go. Throw the slurve, throw the sinker. Oh, it's great. Over and over. Oh, I'm going to square it up over and over, but it's the seventh inning and his confidence. He's feeling really good. Yeah. He didn't feel so good in the world series. Bam <laughs> over. <laughs> Does it you feel? Know, do you know my favorite thing? <laughs> I oh, love yeah, you guys, but my favorite thing is the fact that they made that change with all the starting pitchers, stamina, and everything. Did all that, and now people are using their bullpen a lot more. And still on stream of their day, guy brings out Kluber in the ninth inning. Now I don't know if he knows, like you're saying, Coop. I don't know if he knows the fact that that's going to blow out his stamina. But either way, like the fact that you can bring Kluber out of relief in the ninth inning in a one run game is one of the most frustrating things for me. And to play devil's advocate on what you were saying about Kluber and how the fact that he was added early in the game, 
if would you then take out like a bunch of 99s early in the game then as far as hitters because i think the reasoning behind having kluber in the game don't get me wrong i hate it just as much as you i think the reasoning is the fact that oh if we're gonna give people four free or five free 99s in the xp reward path which they can basically get at any point shouldn't we add a pitcher in there to help counter some of those guys 100 percent correct it's the equation that bothers me you, you allow us to pick him. He's a workhorse. Like, it's just too many things back to back. Like, look, I, I got annoyed with Kershaw, but at least it was a roll of the dice. And I would fa- I forget, forget that he's good. Forget that for just a second. Don't you find it unrewarding and just unfun to face the same guy? Like, you get up, you're excited. You're like, I'm going to play a game of MLB The Show. And for months, over and over, if he wasn't the starter, he was the reliever. Like, that's just such an unsatisfying gaming experience, whether you Agreed. can or not. It's like, I look, I get shut down by pitchers. I'm just happy to see him at this point. You know, like, cool, you're going to be like, you go back to the future stars. I was so happy because <laughs> at least they were new pitchers. I would see Gratterall or Wright or Lodolo, who's a beast. It was just different, a different experience than, you know, just put the guy in the cover at this point. Mm-hmm. You, know? <laughs> you can't wait him out. You can't wait him out. I will love to see where they do the XP reward paths progress like with overalls instead not have like the first silver be 99 maybe more towards like where you expect players to be like average around overall during that time so say if april we get the game or march late march like the first silver round where we actually get like the one level where we get the Cooper from or i believe it was actually a level 80 for bronze but either way i would love to see it be towards maybe it's a high gold instead or or maybe a low diamond instead like 85 diamond and then progress to the 99s as you move on to the xp uh reward path and go from there and i think that might resolve that a little bit i don't know um we really don't know and is it bad I'm I'm waiting for Kershaw to come out. I I I'm, I want to pitch yeah. with him again. No, please, please be a flawless reward. Please be a flawless reward. <laughs> Look the, again. The content has been fabulous. They deserve raises. It, this company, from what I understand, is incredibly gracious with the content. Is the lineup diversity? What you can do? How you do it? The stubs, the packs, everything. Again, A plus. They deserve promotions. Doesn't mean I can't be mad at that one decision, but they've done a fabulous job. And and I do think the community nitpicks a lot. Sometimes I see people get upset. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like W L L L. Like, what is that? Like relax. But for, as I go crazy for an hour, um, <laughs> the content's been fabulous and they deserve a lot from that. And using you guys has been a real reward for me. And I mean the greater community as a whole, all the different people have gotten involved I think it's great. I hope they continue to build upon that because my position has always been you guys are gifted and talented. And again, I'm talking about all the people in the community. I'm amazed and impressed. Uh, Quite frankly, you do a lot of things better than the company does. And that's why I want them to use you more because you're just good at it. And the more they can find spots to use you in the right ways, I, I, I think it's a good thing. That's my that's my opinion. So, I appreciate Coop. So yeah. it, it, we we got to hear you uh, talk about for the last hour just 
give it all you have. And you know what? One thing that you did great is try to get the community's feedback. So we're going to try to do what Coop did the past two years, uh, Coogs and I, and that is the community survey. So Coogs and I are going to discuss on how to do that, and we're going to try to get you back, Coop, for another future podcast with the results, how you had us on uh, multiple podcasts to go over the results. I would love to have you on as well. And we'll have a little panel for that. that. So I I've, consult. Okay. Listen, consult Reddit. Consult Reddit. Me. I know. They get upset. <clears throat> you do one question the wrong way. I, yeah. They're going to come at you, dog. I know. Trust I know. Me. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what happens over there. Maybe, maybe I'll say, I know they've been lighting up a little bit with content creators being over there, but who knows? Uh, well, they got it right. Kevin's the best. Kevin's my, I'm mm-hmm. not going to, I'm not going to front here. Kevin is fabulous. Yeah, we got to get this guy involved in a bigger spotlight. That's my. No, I hear. So there's ways to use Kevin in a fabulous way. That's what I really feel. Like, guys, he's funny. He's different. He's unique. And uh, I, I hope that they, you know, that would be someone I hope they they work with. Specifically, if I had to pick one person, you know, I, I would like to see Kevin utilized in some facet. I think he'd be good. But that's just me. Yeah, he's great as what he's the do. And like I said, he's he's a funny guy. And, he's hilarious. And uh I still think Coops <laughs> has to overhand him when when facing him though. Is that right, Coops? Is that true? Is it you you keep beating him, Coops? Uh yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think I've lost to Kevin since eighteen. Kevin was actually pretty good at eighteen. And I don't know what happened at 19 or 20, but the dude was actually pretty good at 18. Backhanded compliments coming in, just insults left. That, how, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. You're basically I, saying the guy is, is, is dog food the last two years. So all I'm saying is up. that I maybe feel, maybe I've Kevin, got better, Coop. Kevin, maybe I've evolved. Kevin, I got your back here. Listen, now now I know. I see, I see things. I see things in my mind. Here's what we need. When Coops plays on stream in the content creator league, I want Kevin on color commentator. That's what I want. I know how to utilize you guys. I'm going to put you in the spots. He's the color commentator. I want to hear him be like, this guy again. You know, I just want to see him <laughs> run you down. That's what I see. Maybe, maybe, I'm gonna, maybe I'm coming back. I'm going to talk to Kevin and be like, let's do some alternate color commentating and broadcasting of the content creator league. What do you, what do you say, Kevin? <laughs> I love to see that. That would, be, that would actually be pretty electric. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. There you I go. Mean, we see how fired up you got on this podcast, and I can only imagine what the, the dynamic would be. <laughs> I love that guy. He's hilarious. He just makes me laugh. So, And there's a lot of other uh, wonderful content creators out there that hopefully will get their opportunity uh, with the company in some or, – or with a different company within Major League Base. I mean, look at Draft Neck Mark. I mean – Boy, he made one switch and look at the opportunities he got. Like there's spots for so many other people in, in in different capacities. And I hope they seek those out and I hope those companies seek them out. So that's my take on that. So and grateful to see everyone get the opportunities. It's it's really nice to see. Yeah, it really is. Especially how the communities just keep on growing too. Like even I feel like it really grew within the past year. We've seen a lot more new great content creators come in. Like we had ants on two weeks ago and more are just I like that up Sam on. Adams guy. Yeah. I watch Sam Adams. He makes me yes. laugh. Yeah. Adam, Adam is uh, a, and a hell of a player too. There's really some Cardinals fan. Creme fresh. Is that his name? Uh, cream fresh. Yeah, I call him cream. cream I'm not sure if I, I say it right, but I call him cream. He never corrects me on that, but yes. I played that guy once. He didn't know it was me, and uh, I watched his stream, and he actually was very nice. I wish con- – that's one thing I'd say. 
be nice to your opponent. They're getting the same nonsense you're getting. Trust me. Zebrev, <laughs> great videos, by the way. Oh, yes. He's uh, probably that. the most underrated content creator we have on the in my opinion, very, opti- very optimistic yeah. with his hitting approach, yep. you know, like it's all about strategy and whatnot. I mean, he's right and wrong because the game is still going to screw you over and over. But it's, it's, it's good videos. I enjoyed them. Yep, exactly. So all let, me, let me ask you one last question, though. Sounds good. I'm putting you on the spot. Where's your WrestleMania matchup, Scuffy? Scuffy, oh, put yeah. together a WrestleMania lineup of, of the best just, players and the content creators. One wh- day, one night only. I know. I, I kind of fumbled it I a think little bit. Coogs, I think Coogs versus Kevin is a main event at this point. I mean, I think that's a marquee matchup. We, we can get talking. that going. He basically said Kevin was pond scum. And we, I mean, we, he you, just stepped on. You know, you know, no, we, hold on a second. Do you hear you're, this? Guy? You're putting words in my mouth now. What is this Coop guy? He takes one year off a podcast. <laughs> and now he's a friggin' he's a, a wild card. He's going wrong. <laughs> we, we could name this title of this podcast episode. Be like, Coops calls out Kevin. That's it. <laughs> so yeah, Coop, I, it's been a pleasure having you on today, man. This is. Great. I don't know if your audience feels that way. Hey, I'm a little high pitched. I apologize. No, they'll be fine with it. Some of them be like, yes, just saying yes each time you you bring up a new thing. You know, you don't Who's know. Who's this old man? I don't know who this guy who is. Who knows? Uh, but it's been a pleasure to have you on board today. Like you said, you're a big inspiration why we have this podcast running up today. Thanks, fellas. And uh, I, like I said, we'll be talking soon. Once We'll get that survey going sooner or later, and then we'll have um, a panel to come back on the podcast to go over the results and stuff like that that should be a lot of fun just be a couple guys kicking back uh going over the survey and uh giving our opinions as well but that's in a future episode but coop once again i appreciate you when he's on twitter rarely on twitter you can follow him <laughs> at cooper's sound kurt that's twitter.com slash cooper sound kurt to get his uh gracious opinions about this game and talking about more base running and that that infamous I every time you brought up the pictures wall is that video I seen from this weekend that movie show when you had Game of Thrones, <laughs> I, it was such classic to have. And this time you didn't have to um, you didn't have to hear uh, make Cooks listen to some singing. Uh, like you did in the finale <laughs> of the this was, weekend movie show. That was actually yeah. fun to, between the two to bring on Cooks for this weekend movie show. That was a long day too, I assume. I'm sorry, I'm going to go off tangent before we get off, but that, that was a great – that had to have been uh, fun to do. Look, that's one of the reasons I came on for you guys. I have been asked before to do things, and I've politely declined. Really good friend of mine. And Coogs, I've said it before. You didn't know who I was. You came up to the house. You stuck it out for like eight hours dealing with Millennial Nate. <laughs> Pretty fabulous. You gave it your all. I mean, it was, it was great, and I thought the show was great, and uh, that was – for me, that was the pinnacle of what I wanted to try to accomplish that that show that night, and um, it's been great to and see everything else since. So, I'll never forget, I made your kid cry. Oh, yeah, he did. He's he's not. He does not like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <clears throat> he said it's not the real Worked well, Babe so. Roof. That's why. You hyped him up. Yeah, yeah appreciate like, your crying. <laughs> it's like it's like I had this one story where. Uh, bringing that up where I was six years old. It was my sixth birthday um, party. And this is when Power Rangers were a big thing. And my parents got like a Power Ranger like for coming to the birthday party. Once he got there, we all knew that he was fake. He When he was getting, he had to get changed in my bedroom because we were just keep on saying he's fake. And uh, he, he had to leave early. So 
Um, that just brings up that memory right there. Um, but anyway, it's been a pleasure, Coop. Uh, like I said, follow Coop on Twitter at twitter.com slash Kurt whenever he, he feels like posting his hot takes. Barely. Hey, barely. It, it, yeah, he'll still like do it time and time again. Of course, you can follow Coogs at Coogs46. Uh, Myself is at TV. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, Coop. It's been a pleasure to talk to you as well, Coogs, like we do each week. Uh, next week we'll be back better than ever. Not sure what the topic is going to be yet, but we'll we'll get things going. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate you all tuning in today, and we'll see you guys next time on Inside the Show. <laughs> <laughs>